Well, hello there, and welcome to ParentLink Live. I'm Kerry Newhoff, and this month we're going to talk about the things that I hope are going to help you as a parent win at home. So, let me ask you, when you first become a family, you probably thought you would never ever have a fight, right? You're going to be a perfect couple... Uh, but then you had your second date, and that didn't go particularly well. Um, then you had kids, and you thought, well, you know, my kids are going to be different. My son's going to discipline himself. My daughter, well, she never sinned because she's my daughter. And I got a question for you. How's that going? I mean, has it really turned out that way? Uh, I mean, here's the reality. Every single family fights. As much as we don't like to, as much as we like to think of ourselves as Christians, and we should avoid that sort of thing, I don't know a single family that doesn't fight. Um, and if you think about it, how we fight is really important. The stakes are high. For example, there are times where families break up or break down as a result of family fights. And the question I want to wrestle with in our little bit of time together this month is, what do you do about fighting? Like, if you're going to fight, is there a better way to fight? Is there a worse way to fight? Um, and and I think the Bible actually speaks into that. In fact, if you're going to fight, um, you need to learn to fight differently. In fact, there are actually two ways, I believe, for a family to fight. First is you can fight with each other. And the second way is you can fight for each other. And these are two small words, just a, a very, very small word for and with, but they represent a world of difference in how people fight. Now, most of us have only had somebody fight with us. Um, and if somebody fights with you, it tends to be a zero sum game. Uh, think about it. If you're going to pick a fight with somebody, you need them to lose in order for you to win. And uh, it seems that usually when I fight with somebody, I care more about myself than I care about anybody. And usually when you fight with somebody, people walk away feeling diminished. Even usually over time, the victor does. Now, there's a different way to fight. That's fighting with. But I want you to think about what it would be like if you started to fight for somebody. See, when you fight for someone, you're fighting because you want them to win. You don't want to win because you're fighting for them. You actually want them to win. And and the other thing that's really a big difference in fighting with versus fighting for is suddenly you don't care about your interests nearly as much as you care about their interests because you're fighting for them. You're not fighting with them. Now, when you have a fight for somebody, both people walk away replenished. The relationship is stronger in the short and in the long term. And even if the other person doesn't respond well, you've done everything in your power to help them, not to hurt them. Do you see the difference between the two types of fighting? You see, fighting for your family means that you want their best interest to prevail, not yours. And it means that when there's conflict, the conflict is about moving through an issue so that the person you're fighting with is better off, not so that you feel right or that you feel vindicated. Now, I know as a dad, I've had huge learning and growth that needs to happen in this area over the years. And if you really learn this well, this is, this is the cool thing. Everybody leaves a family fight when you fight for people not with each other. Rather than feeling depleted, they feel energized. They feel better off. Relationships get stronger over time. And the issues get dealt with in a way that actually helps your family move forward. Now, you know who taught us how to fight for each other, not with each other? Jesus. Um, nobody modeled fighting for someone better than Jesus. And, and think about this. In Luke chapter 23, it records Jesus' reaction as his enemies nailed him to the cross. Do you remember what he said? He said this. He said, Father, forgive them. 
for they don't know what they're doing. Now, what Jesus' enemies didn't realize is that while they were fighting with Jesus, Jesus was fighting for them. As they were killing him, he was actually dying for them. He, he, he was in a fight with them, but a very different kind of fight than they were in with him. And Jesus fighting changed the world. When he fought for people, not against people, he actually saved people. Now, what do you think would happen if families started fighting for each other rather than with each other? And I know, okay, this is the point where it stops being theoretical, it starts being practical. So how's the best way to do that? I mean, what is the best way? If, if, if you're somebody, you're hearing this, you're convicted, you're like, okay, I know I fight with people. I know I don't fight for people. I'm not sure how to fight for people. I'm in, I mean, conceptually, but what does that actually look like? I just want to share with you in the time we've got remaining a simple tip that I think can make a big difference. One of the best ways we can fight for each other is to communicate in a way that gives the relationship value. Now, all of us who are in families have this phenomena, this thing that happens that I simply call family voice. And I didn't know what to call it, so I made that up, but I think you kind of know what I'm talking about. It's a tone of voice you use that you would never use for anybody else and only use around the people who are closest to you, your family. Now, family voice contains hints of expectation, exasperation, uh, frustration, and even some quiet fatigue. And sometimes it's rude, sometimes it's commanding, and you add that all together and you got family voice. Um... Sometimes when you're in the mall, you can actually catch a family member using their family voice, and it sounds so inappropriate that people kind of look at them weird. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? Now, we know it's family voice, because if you use that tone of voice at work, you might be shunned, or you might even get fired. And if you used it in your social circle, you'd have no friends left. Um, but somehow we think it's okay to share that in our family, and to speak that way in our family. And ultimately, when you do that, it's disrespectful. That's why you would never use family voice on other people. But somehow, we feel that the people we're closest to, the people we love the most, are people we're free to pull it out regularly with. And I don't know why. We just do. I do it. You do it. Um, so, if you really want to increase the level of respect you show for each other at home, try this. Eliminate your family voice. Just eliminate it communicate in a way that gives the relationship value. Now, I know that's hard because I'm convinced we don't even hear family voice in ourselves anymore over the years. And if you're not sure whether you have a family voice or not, this is what I encourage you to do. Ask your kids because they'll imitate you. And then you'll go, oh yeah, I do, I do that. Now, when I catch myself using my family voice, this is what I make myself do. I pretend my wife and kids are perfect strangers. Someone from work or a friend I haven't seen in a while. Now, why do I do that? Because usually when I don't know somebody well, I'm extremely kind. I'm courteous. I'm charming. I'm engaged. I, I, I'm not rude. Um, it's kind of like a first date. You know, you, you just come out with your very, very best behavior. Um, and if you start to communicate with your family like they were perfect strangers, then you begin to eliminate family voice. See, that's what they deserve. They deserve that every single day. So I want to encourage you as a very practical way of fighting for each other, not with each other, to try that today. Speak to your family as if they weren't your family. And you might be amazed at what happens to the levels of respect and delight in your home. And if you're not sure what to do with that, 
I want to encourage you to maybe even play this podcast for your family. And if your kids are maybe a bit young, maybe play it together as a couple and say, do I have a family voice? Rather, because it would be easy to go, hey, you got a family voice, listen to this. But ask your spouse, do I have a family voice? Can you catch me on this? Hold each other accountable for that. And let us know how it goes. See, because here's what I believe. It will help you fight for your family, not with them. So this week, fight for each other. Fight for your spouse. Fight for your marriage. Fight for your kids. Fight for the relationships that matter most. It could change your family forever. Now, thanks for joining us. Uh, Until next time, I want to encourage you to join the conversation online at orangeparents.org. And in the meantime, I'm already looking forward to next month together here on ParentLink Live.